So then moving on here more specifically to this PLL Championship Series, which was announced last week that it's coming to Utah. It'll be at Zion's Bank Stadium July 25th through August 9th. It'll be 20 games over that 16-day stretch. And they really, I looked at the schedule yesterday, they only have about two or three off days during that two and a half weeks or so. Um, probably just due to availability of the stadium or something, I would assume. Um, and each of the seven teams are going to get those four regular season games. The schedules were just announced about an hour or two ago. And then the playoffs, all seven teams will be seeded by their record in those four games, along with their goal differentials in those games as well. So my question for both of you, and we can start with Jordan again, is who are your teams going into this championship series? Like, who do you guys think is going to be the team that gets it done and wins the championship? It's too early to say, but right now, if I have to solely make a pick for my life, I'm just going to say it's the Atlas, and I'm so... Wow. And I'm not a bandwagon, anything like that. But I see they are loaded with two-way midfielders, and the thing about this championships here, and not just two-way midfielders, I'll say guys in general that are versatile, that can switch D guys, that can play LSM, whatnot. Kyle Hartzell can face off if you need him to. Right. Like that. That's what I think is going to make the difference is just because you have, it's not like you're going week to week to week to where you can make adjustments. You can go get a guy off the street, whatever. You're going to have to get creative. So with all, I don't know how many of these midfielders they're bringing, but whichever the crop is, it's going to be talented. And a lot of these guys uh, that may be traditional omitties may have to go play defense or whatnot. So, like, you take a guy like Romar, for example. If they bring Romar and he can play defense for them, that's valuable. And, you know, <laughs> and they have the most bodies in that midfield, which I think is ultimately – it's going to be a test. Who can – survival of the fittest, I think. Who can get to that playoff round without getting without having their team being hurt or have just the rest factor in general? Because it's going to be hot. Yeah, and that depth in that midfield unit should help as far as, like you said, with the rest and guys rehabbing if they get a little banged up from one game to the next. So, yeah, definitely having that depth, especially at a position like midfield where you might be playing, like you said, playing both ends of the field a lot. Um, that will definitely help them, I think, throughout that two-week period. And, you know, from my end, it's really hard to say who I think is going to win it. I want to study a little bit more, everybody. But to comment on it, for sure, I think that one thing is I think Chrome is is going to be a uh, they're going to really come out this year. Last year, their offense was stacked. They lost a number of games by just one goal in overtime at the end of the game, things like that. But if you remember, a couple of games they won were chaos, and they set the record for most goals scored in a game. And the other was whip snakes, where, if I'm not mistaken, they beat their own record for scoring goals in a game. And now they added Matt Gaudet. Matt Gaudet is, is a huge piece of that attack. You have Buddy, who's one of the most accurate shooters in the league. You have Jordan Wolf, who I, I, I've said a hundred times, I will continue to say it, is the fastest attack man off the dodge. He gets, if he gets one step, forget it. And now you have Gaudet, 
who can get in the middle, is not afraid to get dirty, to get roughed up, to, to get into those fights right in front of the goal. Crafty Canadian that doesn't need a lot of space. Um, so I think they're going to be incredibly dangerous this year. I think Atlas, like you said, Atlas is huge. Uh, Eric Law, I think, if I'm not mistaken, had the highest goal-to-shot ratio, I think, last year, if not in the top three. Um, so we all know how good he is. Ryan Brown, he can, <laughs> he has the most deadly shot in the game because he doesn't just look at a goal and shoot. He picks wherever he wants. Yep. And he mixes it up all game long. Um, and while we all like to think about Pinnell with Rabel, which is a big connection, people tend to forget Pinnell also had Ryan Brown in the wing during the USA game. And while Ryan Brown isn't a huge dodging attackman, if he has any space at all to get those hands free, any space at all, he is beyond deadly. And Pinnell from X, who's going to draw some defenders, giving Ryan Brown that space, that's, 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 that's a lot of trouble. And we all, we all know the archers attack. We, uh, you know, I don't know how much I need to get into them, but, but we all know how crazy that is. Pullman on one side, Manny on the other, two of the most accurate attackmen. Now you add someone that was one of the best feeders in college lacrosse history, and then you got Tommy Gunn Shriver running down the middle. That, that's, that speaks for itself. Um, so And every team is stacked. Every team has made incredible additions in the offseason like we just talked about with Salcedo and Miles Jones, everyone has, has, has really done a great job with adding in this offseason. I think the Water Dogs are also going to come on very strong. They've got an impressive impressive rounded team. They could use maybe a specialist to face off, but outside of that, they're doing they're going to do big things. Um, I will say, in terms of the tournament specifically, and I'm sorry, I'm just kind of going off right now. <laughs> oh no, you're you're but, absolutely fine. In terms of the tournament, a uh, couple factors. Number one, these guys are wildly competitive. We saw it last year. We literally saw someone throw a punch last year. Nickasella literally threw a punch and then got body slammed. Like these guys are so competitive, but now. You take that, that, that much of competitiveness and you cram them all into a hotel room, or, or not a hotel room, all into a hotel where they're seeing each other in the elevators, they're seeing each other at breakfast. You have that many games in a short period of time where before, maybe you lose the first three weeks. Not a big deal. We got a week in between games. We'll go forward. Three games isn't a lot. Well, now three games is a lot. <laughs> Um, so we're going to see that. I think in the tournament, the f- number one seed gets a, gets a bye. That is going to be hugely important for these guys to get that rest. That's going to like that one spot is going to be a big deal. Absolutely. Um, on top of that, uh, injuries are the other thing that I want to mention injuries before maybe some guy sprains his ankle. Oh, he's out for, Four games. Well, four games is four weeks. That's a long time. Now you sprain your ankle, that might be it. Uh, and now you've got limited rosters. That's going to play a big factor. So we've got a lot of pieces 
Coast is going into this tournament. Uh, I think it's going to be a special, special thing. Um, and, and one last thing, and then I'll, I'll turn it over. I know uh, I'm kind of railroading here, the conversation, but um, one last thing is I'm going to be interested, interested to see if they're going to rest players. If the whip snakes are up and, and they've got a fair lead, they feel comfortable, do you pull out Matt Rambo at the end of the third quarter or halfway through the fourth to make sure he doesn't get hurt, to rest him? Do you do that with Garnsey? Do you do it with Rabel, Pinnell, whoever? I'll be interested to see if coaches kind of pull those players out a little, little bit early to, to make sure they don't risk getting or just risk getting them just so worn down and beat up. Yeah, absolutely, and I think that the um, the score differential definitely plays a factor into that because it's not about just getting the win and, like you said, getting up by a lot and then saying, okay, we can take our foot off the gas and rest some of these guys because if you take those guys out – and then the other team makes a comeback and they start inching a little bit closer, each goal that you now give up could end up coming back to haunt you in the in the end of the four games. Yeah, real quick, Very true. what do you guys think is winning that bet that Kyle Hartzell and Ocello had? We'll find out tonight if Ocello makes the roster. That's a thousand bucks on the line, man. <laughs> I think you got to have Ocello on the roster. I mean, come on. He's your... He's he's uh, he's fun, and every team, every team needs that guy to lighten up the locker room. He's intense. We he he has the passion. He's not afraid to get hit, and he's not afraid to lay the hit. I'm a big fan of Othello. I talked to him a bunch of time, like a number of times. He's so cool. I love watching him play. So I, I he better he better. That's all I got to say. <laughs> 